Hello, my baby. Hello, my honey. Hello, my pod time gal. <laughs> right, okay. Um, I really should have had one of those, you know, those proper, like, musical montages that, like, the Oscars opens with or whatever, you know, in the, in the good old days. Live from the bedrooms of Heather and Alan separately, <laughs> both of which are sort of in East Belfast. It's the first annual Stupid Sexy Podcast Award! Hello everybody, welcome to, as we said, the first annual Stupid Sexy Podcast Awards, season 14, in review. Very exciting, Alan. We're going to look back, we're going to pick some of our favourite things, some of our least favourite things. It'd be a good jumping on point for any new listeners and a great way to wrap up our first season of the podcast. And as always, you've got your two hosts. First of all, over there, she had a weird nervous energy. She's standing up because her desk chair hasn't arrived yet. It's Heather Anderson. And over there, not the weird energy, I'd say, but there's definitely something going on. It's Alan Irwin. Well, here we are. Season 14. What a year it's been. What a year it's been. 22 weeks of absolute joy. Well, eh. <laughs> The Twenty-two weeks of uh, of uh, depressing lows, sweet sweet highs, and creamy middles. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I would say if I have to like look at overall with this, I was very pleasantly surprised at the quality of the show. As in the Simpsons or this podcast? <laughs> oh no, I mean, of course, I'm not pleasantly surprised by the quality of the podcast, but the the Simpsons itself. Do you not feel like it, it was much better than probably we expected it to be? Yeah, I think I think I had myself too too on edge about it all because I mean, you you know, season fourteen, it's it's the brink of the unknown, but is it really that unknown? You know. Well, it's that thing where you know a lot of people probably who have watched later stages of the Simpsons than us were look, probably looking at this and going, "Why are they starting with season fourteen? Yeah, we probably should start with like season 20. but. Here's the thing. If we started with a really terrible season, I don't know if we'd have kept this up. I think we had to no. get the momentum. No, we've got to ease our way in. Okay, let's start with our first category, Heather. It's time for our first award, which, of course, is... I just think they're neat. A.K.A. our favourite episode. Give us your favourite episode, Heather. My favourite episode was C.E. Doe. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought it was... If very very funny <laughs> and uh, uh, for the listeners that's the episode where homer takes over the nuclear power plant yes you there yeah the greasy naked bald man <gasps> you know everything about me what would you say if i offered you the secret of true success wipe me down and sign me up i remember i was not as mad about that one as you were a lot of it just rides on the fact that now i cannot stop quoting nobody loves oily homer <laughs> <laughs> You got a dab if rubbing just moves it around. <laughs> what a guy. Have you learned nothing from my one hour course? <laughs> no, that is a, that's that's a good it is a solid episode. I'm trying to remember what I what score I gave it, but pretty decent. Pretty decent. Um would you like to hear mine? I would love to hear yours. So mine I'm gonna go with it actually was the one that ended up with the highest overall rating Ooh. between us, which was special Edna. I um, really, really like that episode as well. Mrs. Krabappel is nominated for an award um, and Skinner tries to win her back. Edna Krabappel, will you marry me? <gasps> now, I'm, I must warn you, two months' salary only bought me the ring box. Oh, here, honey, take one of mine. Woo! And I enjoyed that episode because I thought it was like, 
it had a lot of heart, but also it had heart. It wasn't about The Simpsons. You know, yeah. it was about side characters that we cared about. I'm a fan. You know what? We're not going to fight about it because we're both right. We are. <laughs> we are, yes. Now, second award, Heather. You ready? Mm-hmm. It's a bad one. <sighs> Worst episode ever. How I Spent My Strummer Vacation. Okay, so that was episode two. That's that the one with all the two. rock stars, yeah. With the Rolling Stones and Elvis Costello. Now, I mean, yeah. it was very funny whenever Elvis Costello goes, My image! That, yeah, that but that was also funnier to me in the end credits. Yes, whenever they had the live action one. You're testing my love for you. Check, check. You're checking to see if I'm true. Test one, test two, test three, test four. You test me like the water in El Salvador. Ooh, El Salvador! It really was a number two, am I right? Because <laughs> it was shit. I see what you did there. Yeah. I see what you did there. Sorry to cuss during a national awards ceremony. That's fine. You know, you're the Ricky Gervais of this podcast. No! Alan! Uh, I don't want to be Ricky Gervais. Ha ha ha! That's you! Can I not be... I don't know... Stephen Merchant? Someone else? <laughs> you are very tall. Okay, I'm going to say my worst episode was Dude, Where's My Ranch? Because now you and me were very divided on this because I care about racism against Native Americans and you don't. But I thought it was dreadful. I really did. I got my lowest score. I gave a two out of five, which was like, you know, I just thought, I didn't think it was a very funny episode anyway, but also, you know, sorry to be a bore, but I did not like all the Native American stuff. So, and that's very fair. See, I just, I'm always swayed by the three rules of being a cowboy. Always be rooting, always be tooting, but most of all, be kind. Okay. (laughs) Time for our next award, and we're going to go with... This thing writes itself. Our favourite song of the season. So if you don't mind, I'll go first this one. I think I'm going to have to go with Weird Al's banger about Homer and Marge to the tune of Jack and Diane by John Mellencamp. I mean, the Jackson Brown song, I think, is a nice runner-up to that. Yeah. Where he wrote, you know, Marjorie, but little ditty, but Homer and Marge. It's just... Her hair was as tall yeah. as its stomach is large. That was going to be my one as well. Can I can I hop on that bandwagon, or do you want me to pick a different one? You can absolutely hop on that bandwagon, because... No, no, look, the Weird Al bandwagon, there's room for us all. I love a non-gatekeeping king. That's you. I know, I know. <laughs> Thank you. How about we listen to a little snippet? Little ditty about Homer and Marge. Her heart was as big as his stomach was large. Oh yeah, they say love goes on. Long after the grilled cheese sandwich is gone. It's a real shame that the people listening can't hear my finger points. How do you think I feel? That's like my life. Some people don't even look me in the eye after. I know. Well... We're back. What a what a banger! Am I am I right? What a banger! Insert music criticism here. <laughs> you love that tune. Now we're going to talk about this is a good one. I think this leads very nicely. We're talking about Weird Al. Let's go into. I always wanted to be a celebrity, aka the favorite celebrity cameo award. Mm, my favorite celebrity cameo is uh, Jane Kasmarak. Because I love her very much. Yeah, she appears like in like two or three episodes, doesn't she, yeah, as the judge? Yeah, I think she's been underused, but I hope she stays as the judge. You know, it just brightens my 
yeah. viewing a little bit whenever I'm like, there she is. Son, I just want you to know, whatever that judge decides, I'm going to be the best dad I can. No judge would send a preteen out on his own. Woohoo! You're still mine! And you thought I was a bad dad before. Except in this case. I did a little bit of research and I think a he little does bit of the research. Make, make an appearance maybe once or twice a season Ooh, as the judge going forward. Good. So that's exciting. I'm gonna I have two oh. and they're two different types of celebrity cameo. Ooh. Okay. But I'll make a decision at the end. So the first one is Marissa Tomei as Sarah Sloan in A Star is Born Again. I'm sorry for the disguise, Ned. I just don't want to cause a commotion. Uh, excuse me, Miss Sloan. May I have an autograph? Sure. Oh, man, this is going right on eBay. I mean, my wall, which I will then sell on eBay. Sad to say, this isn't the worst I get. Not just for okay. the excellent rack that Sarah's sporting. I was going to say, are you just... You've been radicalized by cartoon titties? I feel like Marissa Tomei, this is a celebrity playing an original character, and I just think she was very good in the part. Great voice work, and I find her very likable, as I was supposed to, and Marissa Tomei is one of those ones you know her, but she hasn't got one of those voices where like she's kind of, you know, you're not going like, that's Al Pacino. I can't think of that as anything other than Al Pacino, yeah. do you know what I mean? And then, favourite celebrity playing themselves, woo, it's Little woo. Richard. Yeah. I love teachers. I'm a teacher. I taught Paul McCartney to go, Purple Rain! Shut up! (laughs) Michael Jackson just told me to shut up. Like, I thought he was great because he was just very, very funny as like a parody of himself. I felt felt naked there for a a minute. (laughs) Great. Do the woo. Woo! Woo! I don't know why you can't do it. I, don't, I can't get the rattle. Okay, I'm going to say, do you know what? I'm going to say Little Richard. Little Richard's the best. Yeah, okay, Little Richard, and you've said Jane Kasmarak as the judge. Okay, now let's go to the other side of the coin, Heather. Hollywood is leading our kids down a moral sewer. Your least favourite celebrity cameo. Do you know what? Just as a collective, my this, all, of the, all of the fucking guys from strummer vacation welcome to rock and roll fantasy camp where you'll experience the complete rock and roll lifestyle without the lawsuits and stds Woo! stds they're all the same to me at this moment <laughs> in time i feel like i can't pick one that was bad, worse than the rest i said what i said i'm gonna say it's not for the same reason as you I'm going to say Elliot Gould. Okay. Whenever he's lives next door to Krusty, you know, it's the Cribs show. Krustowski! Why, look, it's my celebrity neighbor, Elliot Gould. Your monkey bit my kid again. Well, if he would stop wearing the banana suntan lotion. Say hello to Bob. <coughs> and Carol. <coughs> and Ted. <coughs> and Alice. <coughs> because I just felt like they totally wasted Elliot Gould, who's such a great actor. That's such fair. a funny guy. And he had fuck all to do in the episode, and I think that is very boring. That's so they fair. should feel bad. And of course, we're like we have to give a shout out to Kelsey Grammer, who yeah wasn't bad, but like Elliot Gould, it was just a complete waste, like a complete waste of sideshow ball, which just feels fucking mental. So that was the least favorite celebrity cameos. Now, Heather, where are we heading? To Clipsville, baby! All aboard! Ah, <laughs> oh, yes, the Quickie Mart. I haven't been here since I robbed it dressed as Krusty. My one successful crime. You are quite the gentleman. Today's robbers, they are all smash and grab. You understood the dance. Our time is passing, old friend. Wow, sure were a lot of stops on that Clipsville train, huh? 
<laughs> yeah, what a what a disappointing celebrity cameo that that particular clip was. So now we're time for our uh, next award, which is then everything is wrapped up in a neat little package, aka the episode that was a pleasant surprise, the episode that we weren't looking forward to, but it turned out to be all right. I am going to go first, and I am going to say "Strong Arms of the Ma" because. Do you know what? I was still in the mindset of it. This season's going to tank, and other than that one very poorly aged rape scene, it was a good episode. Steroids aren't drugs; they occur naturally in the body, like sweat or tumors. But aren't there side effects? Yes, their main side effect is greatness. I agree, and in between two, so I'm going to, have to make a decision here. Right, first one is Old Yaller Belly because I actually okay. thought the Duffman plot was great. Yeah. Don't send a duff dog to do a duff man's job. Hold on, sir. Soon you'll be filling your lungs with duff, duff light, or new duff blue. Tap into the peppermint glacier. I also was surprisingly enjoyed. Now you're gonna. I know what you're gonna say when I say this. I surprisingly enjoyed Large Marge. <laughs> um, I know what you're thinking. Not just because Marge. Your has big, big titty years. Marge girlfriends. You've been titmarized. The episode didn't didn't date as bad as I thought it did. I thought it was going to be like a really awful like. Oh, look, she's just got big tits. <laughs> What's this? It's enormous. Oh my god, there's another one! Homer, let me explain something. Explain later. Hmm. <laughs> I do know what, I think I'm going to go with that as my pleasant surprise because I really expected to hate that one. I would also put a pin in, like an honorary mention for me, would be Three Guys of the Condo because I was expecting it yes. to be a lot less well done. And um, we now know that Homer experiences bisexual panic as well. <laughs> That's very true. What's the deal with this place? It's so manly, yet scented. <laughs> yes, I seem to have gotten lost on my way to the uh, the uh, the big auto uh, racing festival, so I've never been here before. Hey, Waylon, who's the bear? <laughs> um, okay, Heather, penultimate award. Bum, bum, bum. This is the <laughs> award, a.k.a. our favorite joke, individual joke of the entire season. Now, Heather, do you want to go first for this one? Or do you want me to go first? Can you go first? I'm going to go with a line from Pray Anything whenever Homer takes over the church and Santa's little helper comes out dressed in vestments and they go, The dog's on board too. Oh, uh, he thinks he's paper. Which, like, <laughs> my God, come on. That is one of the finest jokes. Do you know what? I'm going to go with a line from the last episode of the season and mm-hmm. it's when the gangsters say I ain't cried like this since I paid to see Godfather tree yes excellent joke yes so okay Heather it's time for the final award of the evening so this is the pew 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 award aka our favourite moment of the podcast <laughs> so we're 20 as you include the pilot and the bonus episodes we are tw- this is the 26th episode of the I Stupid know. Sexy Podcast <gasps> this podcast so, is almost as many week- weeks old as I am years that's very true the podcaster becomes the podcastee here comes the podcaster murderer I'm the lyrical <gasps> podster you're gonna murder the pod don't do that Alan alright sorry I just like the song anyway what's your favourite moment in the pod 
my favourite moment from the pod was the uh, whole five minutes we spent crying over Robot Wars. Yeah, that's what I have too. Jesus, that was so good. Which, do you know what? Whenever this episode uh, gets aired, I'll post the full five minutes on the Instagram because it was very, very funny to me. It oh, needs to it be preserved so to for future generations. I mean, I can try explaining what was so funny about it. Um, I can't. And this... No, I can't. So, uh, but we'll play the clip. Maybe you can get a sense of it. Um, but I don't know if you'll find it quite as funny as we do, because quite frankly, I've never found anything as funny yeah. as I find that that five minutes of my life. Were you a Robot Wars fan? I I don't know what he was called, but you know the one that looked like a wedge of cheese with knives. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and that's probably what he was made out of. Let's let's look let's look up those names. Come on, let's do it. Okay, let's see. One of them was called Panic Attack. <laughs> oh no. Matilda, Growler, Mr. Psycho, Shunt, and Sir Killalot. <laughs> One of them is very unlike the other. Who's Matilda? <laughs> Matilda was... Apparently her weakness is that she lacks self-control. <laughs> <laughs> this is like me and a job interview. What's your greatest weakness? I lack self-control. What's your greatest strength? I have a tough exoskeleton. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Jesus, we're going to have to move on or I'll have a stroke. (laughs) I also um, would say an honorary mention to the fact that this podcast has become a Venn diagram of our interests, which is the Simpsons and karaoke. Yes, yeah, we we do a lot of singing. Speaking of, um, I am working on a Spotify playlist of every song that we have sang throughout the the podcast, so I will put that in the link tree. And that does it for the awards portion of the season of review. Can't wait to make it on the worst dress list. Yeah. This is like the Met Gala. I'm in a weird mask. The theme is depression caves. So, okay, here's what we've done. Right, Heather? When you hear this, you'll know this, but the audience will not. I've compiled a spreadsheet with all our ratings from across the 22 weeks of the podcast. Daddy right? do baby. I put our totals in and then I've calculated the average score you gave, the average score I gave and our overall average score. Yes. And all of this will be available somewhere. We'll maybe put it in like the bio on Instagram or something that yeah. people, and I'll update it as we go through the seasons and then people can find the episodes that are worth watching and the ones that aren't. You're awful good. So let's let's do some stats here, okay? So let's talk about you, first of all, Heather, okay? Oh. Let's talk about you. Your highest score was five, which yes. you gave one time to Special Edna. Yeah. And your lowest score was two, okay. which you gave twice to How I Spent My Strummer Vacation and the great lice detective. Oh fuck which that! Was the one. episode I with Frank that. Frank Grimes Jr. Yeah. Oh, can great. I change my answer for the worst episode? Oh, <laughs> that one blew chunks. No, oh, it, it was bad. Oh. And your most common score to give was three. Ooh, I am a moderate. She's like the wind. <laughs> As for me, my highest rating was four and a half, which I gave four times to. Special Edna, The Dad Who Knew Too Little, Mo Baby Blues, and A Star Is Born Again. My lowest score was two, which I gave to Dude Where's My Ranch. Overall, our highest score was 9.5, which we gave once to Special Edna. So that's, if you're going to watch any episode of the season, watch Special Edna. Do you want to have a guess at what our lowest scoring episode was? Summer Vacation? Nope. Uh, The Great Louse Detective. Uh, You give it two, I give it two and a half, that's four and a half. 
What I will say is we have to over seven and a half, which is the top twenty five percent. There are seven episodes, Ooh, so it's pretty cool, good. Cool. And in the bottom fifty percent, there's only three. So yeah, five out of ten or less. There's only three episodes. Seven and a half out of ten or more. There are seven episodes. So it's a pretty good season. Now, would you like to hear some average scores? Before that, can I just say the numbers don't lie and they spell disaster for those three episodes. You come in here wanting the the Simpsons of the people. You don't get my Simpsons at all. (laughs) Ooh, a little bit of the Simpsons. Okay, so our total... Do you want to have a guess at what our average combined score was? Like six and a half? 6.66, so... The devil! (laughs) El Diablo! And out of the two of us, who do you think gave the highest average score? You. Yeah, not by much though. Your average score was 3.27 and mine was 3.39. So we're pretty much... Like, we disagreed on a lot of episodes, but broadly... I know, Christ, I'm a bit worried about that. Um, so what we're saying is this this season, we'll see how it compares to seasons going forward, but actually this was not bad at all. It was pretty darn good. So that, my friends, will do it for the Season 14 Awards show, the end of season recap. Any closing thoughts on Season 14, Heather? Do you know what? Yeah, it's been all right, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. And it's been great fun doing this with you. And look, we are years away from being done. The next episode you're going to hear from us will be a bonus episode hosted by good old Heather Anderson. I'm sure that will go me. well. Am I right? I'm the hostess okay. with uh, whew, certainly something. Maybe not the mostest. We're going to find out. <laughs> so we're going to be covering an episode I select, a classic episode, season five, episode eight, Boy Scouts in the Hood. And then we're going to be back next week with Treehouse of Horror 14. Now, Heather, would you like to hear a little preview of what to expect? Because remember... That was the first step. We did the Treehouse of Horror to start, and it was not good. Mm-hmm. So, would you like to hear what, uh, what we're As looking at? As someone who's never watched that episode before, yeah. But you actually haven't, so that's fine. In another annual Halloween special, we see Homer become the new Grim Reaper, Professor Frank brings his dad back to life with interesting results, and Barton Milhouse get a stopwatch that literally, allowed, literally allows them to stop time. Hmm, sounds like there could be some spooky results. Spooky results. So that will be next week. But for now, it's time to say goodbye. Goodbye, goodbye, good friends, goodbye, goodbye. Now it's time to go. (laughs) Yeah, we're done. Um, Okay, so this has been the Stupid Sexy Podcast recap. We'll be back next week as normal. In the meantime, be very good to yourselves. I've been Alan Irwin. I've been Heather Anderson. Good night from the ho- the something ballroom in Hollywood, California. Your time's up. You're getting played off. <laughs> <laughs>